Welcome to another edition of the StayMarriedFlorida.com podcast series. Today I have the pleasure of being with Tina Montalvo. She's a psychotherapist in West Palm Beach, Florida, and today she's going to speak to us about how people can get to the bottom of uh, damaging and repetitive uh, cycles that often come up in relationships. Uh, so thanks for coming out, uh, Tina, and taking the time to be part of this. Oh, well, thank you so much for inviting me to do this. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for coming. And I guess I'll get right into it. From your point of view as uh, a couples counselor, what is the main driver of relationship problems that you see in the people that come to your office? I use an approach called emotionally focused therapy for couples. And the basis of that is that people in close adult relationships need to know that they can rely on their partners emotionally, that marriage for most people in modern day uh, is about the emotional bond. So we need to know that our partners care, that they'll be responsive, and that we can count on each other for comfort and support. When these needs aren't met, people really have a hard time. If you can imagine a baby who approaches a mother for comfort and the mother does not respond, the baby can't verbalize her needs, so she cries and protests and flails her arms and the things that babies do. Adults do the same thing in an adult version. If they can't verbalize their needs or they have a hard time doing that, and sometimes we're not even aware uh, in a sense of the underlying needs, Adults will act in the only way they know how to reach their partner, and it can look like a protest. It can look very much like a baby might look when they can't get their needs met. So, for example, a wife who is hurt and lonely because her husband works late may get angry and criticize her husband when he finally comes home. So he isn't aware of her hurt and loneliness. He just hears the anger and criticism, naturally. So he withdraws. He withdraws. And maybe he works even longer hours, which leads her to feel more hurt and lonely. So she becomes more critical, and then he withdraws. So the cycle continues. It creates a dance that that pulls them further and further apart and leads to disconnection. It's very difficult for people. Well, my dad always told me that every woman likes to dance, but this doesn't sound like a really good dance, so to speak. So, yeah. No. This is not a good dance. This is a dance that's really difficult for people, and they they protest it in all kinds of ways. It's really a very negative dance. It sounds like a divorce dance, I guess, but... I... It can lead to that, certainly. How does this dance, so to speak, or this, this cycle really get created in the first place? You know, it's not unusual uh, in relationships for partners to feel hurt at times or insecure, Usually at the beginning of relationships, people are so attuned to each other that it can still happen. It might not be as likely at the very beginning, but virtually every couple has their own version of a dance uh, that shows up at some point, sometimes right away, sometimes later. Uh, We all have raw spots. There are wounded parts of ourselves that can be re-injured unintentionally by a partner. So let's say, for example, if someone grew up with a lot of criticism, being criticized, which is never pleasant, but being criticized by a partner can can touch that raw spot and really be hard for a person. Um, But talking about those vulnerable feelings is difficult for a lot of people. I'd say for, I would say most people. 
often because of how they were raised, maybe in a family that didn't talk about feelings or because of experiences in past romantic relationships. Maybe they were betrayed and um, and just found that they couldn't really talk about what was really going on. And sometimes even even identifying feelings can be difficult for many people. And in these dances, usually it happens so quickly. It's uh, people perceive their partners not being responsive, and it really can feel like a threat, certainly a threat to the relationship. So people react very quickly, the, the way we might react to um, any kind of threat to our safety. So... So the unspoken feelings and needs stay underground, but they are completely fueling that interaction between the partners. So to use my previous example, the lonely wife, really she's suffering with that loneliness, but she looks like a critical nag. And the hurt husband, you know, he's very, you know, his wife's criticism really hurts him, it reaches him, but he, to her he looks like an unfeeling stone. So neither one is aware of the pain that the other is experiencing and and really the pain is happening because their bond which is so important to them feels threatened in that moment so it all goes back to that bond and how important the partners are to each other so when they feel threatened it's hard to talk about that feeling of of threat and they go to the this higher level this behavioral level which looks almost like the opposite of what's really going on. And I I believe our culture plays a part here too because we're taught that somehow it's needy to want more closeness or to ask for reassurance when we feel insecure. So a lot of people don't do that when that's really what they need. So how does this um, going on with couples not having their needs met or not, it sounds like even realizing that they're not meeting the needs of their spouse. Right. How does this, when it happens long-term, affect a relationship? It does tremendous harm to relationships because those dances, uh, they create so much distance and disconnection. So a partner can really start to feel that that the other doesn't really care about them, that somehow they're not measuring up in the partner's eyes. Because if a couple can't get to those vulnerable feelings underneath the behaviors, people will, will take those actions at face value. So the wife, again, with the same example, she assumes that her husband, when he turns away silently from her, she assumes that he doesn't care about her. And the husband assumes that in his wife's eyes, he's a disappointment, he can't make her happy, she's just angry. You know, she... he. So as these patterns repeat, their assumptions just feel so true and real, and the pain and the distance grows. And then when that bond isn't secure, it makes all it makes it almost impossible to deal with the regular kind of natural issues that can happen between couples. You know, money issues, issues about sex, all all kinds of things, which are real for couples. But if their bond doesn't feel secure it can be virtually impossible to try to address those in any way that, you know, that can have a good resolution. Well, if that makes sense? It, it, it does. And, you know, I guess what I really want to ask you, and that's for the people that are listening to this that are hopefully on the Stay Married Florida website for trying to improve their relationship or make it better. Uh, when you have this, these cycles going on and, and 
distance being created between couples over time. What are people to to do to try to correct the issue? How how do you you get things back on track when when you've had these ingrained patterns causing distance between two people? That's a great question, and, and that's a question couples always ask. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really the best way to stop the harmful cycles is to understand them, to really understand what's going on at those times and and especially what drives the cycles. So in EFT therapy, we ask couples to talk about the times they disconnect. You know, so I'll ask for examples about fights or difficult times between them, and we really slow it down. We slow down the action and we help partners get down to the emotion that's beneath their behavior. So a wife might start out talking about being angry, and and that's a natural reaction. So we slow it down. You know, sure, of course it's it's, of course it makes you angry when you can't reach your husband when he thinks when you think that he doesn't care. You know, what's that like for you? And you just keep going down to the deeper emotion, and. A big part of EFT is helping the couple develop enough safety together, emotional safety, so that they're able to directly share the vulnerable feelings and needs with each other. So basically when they do that, when they're able to share from that that vulnerable place, sort of heart to heart, they're creating a new dance that allows them to build that safety and closeness and connection. Are you you basically trying to help couples um, comfort each other, but understand the why behind these these cycles and their relationships. Yes, basically that's what we're doing. We're helping people see that that in the cycle, let's say when a wife is angry and the husband is withdrawn, that what's really going on is that each one is is reacting to this distance between them because they're so important to them to each other. Um, so yeah, we help couples understand the cycle and then we also really encourage them and create enough safety for them to be able to talk to each other in a more vulnerable way, you know, talking about those needs. So the wife would talk about being lonely and missing her husband and the husband would talk about you know how hard it is to hear her anger it makes him feel that that he's just disappointing her that that he can't make her happy. So it really, you know, maybe you can imagine it really creates a much different kind of um, feeling between them and and it it strengthens their bond, which is so important. Now, when you and I spoke before we recorded this, you were telling me that you have a particular method of therapy that you use and you, you called it EFT therapy, which I also understand is sometimes referred to as emotionally focused couples therapy and when it's uh, somebody working with uh, two people. Um, I guess question I think a lot of people would be interested in is uh, what is EFT therapy and how do you use it in your ther- in your practice to, to help the couples that come to you? EFT therapy, it's, it's actually uh, an approach to working with all kinds of relationship problems and it can be applied to couples but also to individuals and families. Uh, one of the really great things about it is, is it's short-term therapy. It's not something that goes on for years. And it's also research-based. The research shows that it's very, very effective 
more than 70% of couples uh, report an improvement in their relationship after EFT therapy. And for couples where the, the problems aren't as severe or long, long-term, the, the effectiveness rate is up to 90%. So that's really amazing for any kind of couple's approach. It was developed by Dr. Sue Johnson, and she works in Canada at the Ottawa Couples and Family Institute. She's still out there working and training, and so there's quite a big network of EFT therapists now. The, the main thing about EFT therapy is it's based on attachment theory, which is based on the idea that we're born with a need to bond to those we're close to, uh, just like babies and mothers, and that we need to be able to rely on the people we're close to for comfort and support. And what's sort of, um, I guess you could say, revolutionary about EFT is that is that it applies that concept that we need to be able to bond to those we're close to to our entire lives. That So the basis of modern adult love relationships is that we need to be able to bond with our adult partners in just the same kind of way um, as a baby bonds with a mother, that we just need to know. Of course, the baby relies on a mother for survival, too. So we don't rely on our adult partners for survival, but those bonds are every bit as important emotionally, that we need to know that we can rely on our adult part, our partners as adults basically all the time or, or when it matters. Does that answer your question? It, it does. I, I think that that pretty much describes exactly, you know, the method you, you utilize to help people. And mm-hmm. I guess on that note, um, for the people that are listening to this on the South Florida area, um, how, how would they go about getting in touch with you if they wanted to discuss you helping uh, them with their relationships or their counseling needs? The best way is just to give me a call at my office, and that, that's 561-686-2010. Uh, people probably will have to leave a voicemail since I'm I have a solo practice, but I'll definitely call you back. All right. And do you just work with couples, or or do you deal with any other um, issues with the clients in your practice? No, I work with adult individuals too, and a lot of them come to me to work on relationship problems. Uh, it, I work on other issues with people too, but. Uh, that seems to be a big focus of my practice. So adults, individual adults, and then couples is basically the work that I do. All right. Well, thank you again for taking the time, Tina, to be with us today, and I'm looking forward to hearing how all this turns out. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you and, and be interviewed. I really appreciate it. For more information about staymarriedflorida.com, Uh, go right to the website, www.staymarriedflorida.com. To reach divorce and family law attorney Christopher Bruce, call 561-844-1200 or email him at cbruce at nugentlawfirm.com.